0: Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the stab cast. I'm Dan
1: and I'm Mindy
0: and we're here uh, We're here to review the movie split. We're back after a couple weeks Mindy the stab cast is back Who are you
1: fucking who? Who are you fucking
0: who? We're bringing in the new year
1: Um, for all y'all that follow all of our social media. So um, I'm gonna have a little fun little story time real quick Um, Mindy tripped again and broke her phone and then Mindy tripped again and got a concussion broke her head. And broke, like, I literally, like, I shattered my glasses in half. Like, guys, I'm struggling. I am on the struggle train going to Struggle City. So right now. Pray for Mindy, everybody. Right now, I do not have access to anything. So if all y'all are on the TikTok and you're like, you don't care about me, and it's got nothing to do with that. It's got everything to do with, I don't have anything to talk to you guys <laughs> Yeah. It, I'm fun. like, I, I even tried to download TikTok on my husband's phone, but it won't let me end my profile. So it's just really weird. Hopefully we get it figured out. We get it back.
0: It's a whole fuss. I couldn't remember my password. But. And now me dancing to Megan the Stallion might be gone forever. Oh, jeez. So that's a heartbreaker in its own right. Daniel
1: with the pretty hands. No, Dougie with the pretty hands, right? Yeah. Daniel have pretty hands. <laughs> okay, so anyways... Um, I just found out, this is not concrete, not sure how concrete it is, but I just found out from somebody that there will be a Chucky season three. Oh, shit. So we will see. For everybody that wanted to watch season two, it is officially now up on Peacock for streaming. You can now stream both. It's on the cock? Yes. You can stream both seasons now. Season one and season two. Very nice. So, and that was an incredible, incredible show. I really liked it. Um, For those of y'all that have not seen Wednesday yet, go ahead and check it out. Dude,
0: it's phenomenal. I watched it.
1: You did? You finally watched it? I
0: watched like three episodes the other night. Ah! And it was actually really good. It's
1: incredible. It's really, really good. And then for everyone out there that knows me, knows that I hate Squid Game. I hate it. Because there's another show very similar to Squid Game came out right before Squid Game did, and that's called Alice in Borderlands. And even though we're going to be waiting another year and a half for another season of two games, two years from the second season of Alice in Borderlands. And we already we're already queued in that next year we're getting a season and the year after that we're getting another season. Yeah. So they're spitting it out more than the Squid Games are anyway. And this is a darker, deeper show. Squid Games for me is like little kid whore. Yeah. Alice in Borderlands, yeah, they do have games and stuff that you have to defeat and stuff, but it's so much more complex. The games are Uh deadly and it's just it's a very complex series. I'm and like season two, season two, episode six, um, almost, almost done, and I still have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, absolutely, check it out. It's on Netflix, Alice in Borderlands. If you want something to watch in between your guys' Squid Game bullshit, because that's ridiculous. You guys have to wait two more years for your second season of your show. I apologize. That That's horrible. That should didn't
0: <laughs> happen to anybody. Yeah, that show was a weird phenomenon, though, because it did kind of take over for a little bit.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is Alice in Borderlands, in my opinion, it's a lot better, and it came out before it.
0: It did. It did come out before it, but it didn't have the moment that uh, Squid Game had. Like, the whole world fucking watched that movie. That was the number one viewed movie on Netflix. It's a TV show. So, yeah, but... You know what I mean. I know it was a good. I mean, I know what it, you guys are talking top about. Top I'm top.
1: just saying, Al Allison Borderlands to me was better because they don't have that huge budget behind them, making them having to do all these elaborate things, making yeah. it so they can't get it out within a year. I don't think Squid Game had a
0: big budget though.
1: They do this year. Why these things are taken so they, long? They do
0: this year for sure. Well, they made a lot of money. I'm sure.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's get to the game at hand here. Daniel has picked the movie Split.
0: Yeah. I did want to say a couple. Can I say something about Wednesday?
1: Yeah.
0: Because I think, I like the girl in Split, what's her fucking name?
1: Taylor Joy. Anna
0: Taylor-Joy. Anna Taylor-Joy. Amazing. I think she could be a potential scream queen, just like... Okay. Jenna,
1: okay, Jenna. She's amazing.
0: Uh, not only is Wednesday, but of course in the Scream stuff, we really like. Hopefully in the new movie, she's just as good. And I don't have to eat my words, but I really do like her.
1: And she's done a lot. She's even done the Babysitter Killer Queen one, which yeah. she doesn't really mention.
0: I much. love that movie. Yeah. Like
1: when she, when like she gets like interviews and shit. Like that's one that she doesn't really bring up. Also, she was an ex. And she doesn't really bring that up either.
0: hmm But, uh, she's, she's taking the world by storm. She's going ham. Uh, she's the number one, like, actress right now. People, like, and just gore, the face, yeah. yeah. Wednesday was such a big hit. Yeah. And, like, that's the number one thing now. That's the squid game. I mean, it's kind of fading away now. Because yeah. those Netflix things usually have, like, a three-week window being very popular, and mm-hmm. then they drop off. But, uh, Great show. People seem to really like that. And, uh, like, you can tell with her facial expressions. She's just a really good actress. And, like, she doesn't even have to say a lot in that show.
1: Nope.
0: So, I think, and that makes a good screen queen.
1: And, also, I would like to bring this up, too. This makes a great actress. Because she wanted to be exactly like Wednesday. Yeah. So, she found out that Wednesday had fenced. So, get yourself into fencing classes. For like three months. So she knows how to fence. That was her fencing. There were no stunt doubles with that. Yeah. Also, she knew, she learned that she had to play the cello. So she got herself private cello lessons for the three songs that she performed in oh, sure. the series for two straight months. That's her in those scenes. Not anybody else. She's the one playing the cello. She's the one fencing. She's the one dancing. Yeah. There are no stunt doubles.
0: She's badass. When it comes
1: to her. I mean, later in the series, I'm not going to give it away because of Daniel. Later in the series, she did have to have one. Yeah. Because of something really dangerous. But, I mean, you can tell that that little girl was like, let me do all the stunts. I got this. Yeah. Because she loves horror. Like, she's one of the few screen queens out there that really love horror. And she, she
0: was really into the it's, gothic stuff with the dress. Exactly.
1: She loves the genre. She yeah. loves the macabre. She loves the morbidity. She loves that kind of stuff.
0: Which is awesome. And you can tell and it shines through with the performance. Absolutely. But uh, all right, now we can talk about Split. Uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, this came out in 2016, right? Yeah. Twenty or no, 2017, January twentieth, 2017. I made $278 million in the box office on a $9 million budget. So it was pretty cheap. It's one of the M. Night Shyamalan movies that people don't think is dog shit in the modern era. Because like, he took some big swings and some big hits. with. The, and now
1: this is a sequel, correct?
0: This is a sequel to Unbreakable technically, but it only really ties in at the end credits scene. And then in the third one with glass.
1: Okay. Like they
0: do, like they show them in the Yeah, they
1: show set, Bruce Willis yeah. in the diner.
0: Right. But then they, they do the movie where they bring them all together. They, it was, I guess, their attempt at like a little franchise, a little okay. universe, but It didn't work out. I mean, it, the, all the movies made money, so I guess it did work out.
1: Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, I wanted to make that really known here, that it is technically a sequel. Um, Does it like daniel just said it doesn't tie together until the end no like without the end credit scene it would have been its own movie
0: exactly it really is
1: so um yeah i'll have to i'm gonna have to say this as somebody that is as desensitized as i am and somebody that has seen multiple personality disorders in her face because i've had people that had that in the nursing home
0: yeah
1: so this was so different than any other multiple personality or dissociative identity disorder will ever show like this was phenomenal as far as showing the illness and the sickness growing inside of the seomi and kevin No one ever normally has, like, more than 10 personalities. This man's got 24. Yes. And not only does he have 24 different personalities, but they're, like, people living in him. Yeah. Like, one of them has a peanut allergy. The other one has a fear of, like, the dark. And, like, it's just, like, what the like one of them's glass post intolerant, the other one can't read, like so they all have their different personalities and their different flaws.
0: Yeah, I think the big ones are probably uh Dennis, Patricia, Barry, and then obviously the beast.
1: And Hedwig.
0: Yes. (laughs) Hedwig is a
1: legend. (laughs) Me that I could come up and play with you as long as I didn't touch your boobies.
0: He's like the he's like the fun one that kind of like adds some levity. You want to go
1: upstairs next to my window? What you say that um I felt so bad for that girl when he had his window. Oh my god, yeah. that poor thing. She's like, can I see your window? Thinking it's gonna be a real window, and he shows her a freaking picture of yeah. an open window and a closed window. It was like, oh, that's my window.
0: And Anna Taylor-Joy did a great job, but James fucking McAvoy is the man. And he took over. He really did. He's such a good actor in general, and, like, he's one of the best, obviously, like, a young Professor X, and also the shameless stuff, too. Yeah.
1: But Anna did a really, really good job with her character, especially with the Hedwig thing. She realized to survive, she was going to have to get one of them on her side.
0: She did play off all the characters perfectly,
1: I'd say. And she
0: kind of figured out. And the movie was fun watching her figure out how to manage through. Yeah. the With each personality and talk to each other. But it was
1: weird because she was the only one out of the three girls that got that perspective. That got in that. Yeah. That got in his head and made him question stuff. Yeah. Because... I mean, she wasn't even supposed to be there. No. Nope. I mean, in the beginning of the movie, she was not supposed to be there. She was supposed to get picked up from the King of Prussia Mall. Oh, my God, that's really weird because we're 40 minutes away from it. Um, In the mall that's funny. at KOP, they she was doing some kind of, like, color me, my, something for her art class. And she got invited by a pig, invite. And she's waiting for her dad, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, or her uncle, I guess. And he never he never shows up. And she's like, well, I guess he's not coming. I'm just going to take the bus. Well, the popular girl's dad is like, no, 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 you're not taking the bus. You're coming with us. And that put a target on her back because Kevin slash Barry slash Dennis had already been staking out the other two girls. Yes. To be his victim. Yes. So he takes out the main popular chicks uh, dead with uh, gas. He doesn't kill them, and then he goes up to the front and waits for the girls to react. And it takes them a little bit. It's really weird. Yeah. It takes them a little. It takes them about maybe like thirty seconds to a minute to realize that that's not the right person, and it's like, what? I'd be. Screaming, bloody murder. I'd be out of that car. Yes. And I felt bad for poor Anna because she did try. Because she didn't freak out like the other girls. No. So, at first, she didn't spray gas in her face. No. But then, she accidentally pulled on the door handle. and That pissed her off. Bad move, yeah. Yeah, And he, uh, he ended up gassing her as well. But he was always very clear that she was not what he wanted Yeah, and that she was kind of just there by mistake. Yeah. He made that perfectly clear. Like the other two, they were sacrifices. She accidentally got picked up.
0: Yep. And even like Patricia and the other ones knew that too. Yeah. And, uh, and that's the thing about this thing is that it's half like kind of a bad guy origin movie for him. And, like, people call it a stealth sequel. Mm-hmm. We're talk- it's called a stealth se- the first ever one because it's a sequel to Unbreakable, but it wasn't marketed like that at all. Mm-hmm. They don't sneak it for the end. But also, so it's a j- juggle of that and, like, a bad guy becoming – and I think this is before, like, Joker and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, one of the first, like, bad guy origins where it's, like, this guy is, you're seeing, you're walking through him before he's the main villain of Glass, the third movie.
1: I wouldn't have to say – that it was the first just because weather had come on around the same exact time. Yeah. But I would say more like this is an origin story as well. It was an origin, but I'd say this is because
0: it's like half and that's what I was kind of getting to. It's half like super villain, like super villain, a set of not like, you know, horror, more like super villain origin for him, but also like horror movie for Taylor joy. And, it, and like, how she's reacting. And she's, like, a final girl in, like, one of those situations. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, kind of a bad guy origin for him. Mm-hmm. Instead of just a serial killer, you know? Yeah. But it, it is an origin. I mean, Leatherface was an origin. It, it, it did really get into him.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, Leatherface, they did an amazing job with that movie. And you all know that I do not like sex and incest in my horror. I don't, unfortunately. There is a scene of that. I skipped through it. It's not that long. You can skip through it. But if you've never watched Love and Face, give it a watch. I mean, if you like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you want to figure out what the hell happened to him to make him act like that, give it a watch.
0: Yeah.
1: It's not going to do you any harm. It's actually a really good movie.
0: Oh, yeah. It's absolutely. I,
1: I loved it. But I mean, I also had to skip parts, but yeah. I still loved it. But I would say this one definitely is more of a super villain origin story. Yeah,
0: that's kind of what I was like for a horror. And you're right, Leatherface is one of the first like horror origin sto- stories. For, so that that's a big deal too. But this was because it, it ties in with Unbreakable and it becomes a bit like Emmanuelle trying to go comic booky a little bit and have fun like. Do a little scary MCU
1: for three yeah, months. Yeah, as long as, as we don't get to, as long as we don't have to see another village go down, I'm good.
0: Yeah, I think we're probably done now, especially after Glass. I kind of put a little stamp on it, from what I remember.
1: Well, he has got a new movie coming out anyway. I told you guys this. Um, Knock at the Cabin will be out in February. Yeah, it's unrelated to this, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, another it's just one another of those. Yeah, it's
0: another standalone
1: yeah' Shamalot, Shamalot, I give up. You
0: did pretty good. I did. Uh And old was from him too, and that's unrelated too. But it's like th- this is.
1: He's still making movies. He's still making point. movies,
0: and some of them are alright. and then other ones are kind of. eh. This one was good. This one, I th- I think this one and the visit really stand out in the modern age. Shamalot It's like good, and then you yeah. got like the Avatar, Last Airbender, fucking box office bomb bullshit.
1: He should not do things that are not whore. No. He like, he... Oh, my God. I don't know why he has such a hard time doing things that aren't whore. I really don't. I'm actually going to bring up this man. He's better with creepy. You're, you're right. Uh, I'm going to bring up this man as well. Guillermo del Toro. Daniel knows who I'm talking about. He, oh, boy, yeah. He is a very, very very known director, yeah, and producer in the horror horror universe. Yes, but also this man, he can literally do anything you want him to do. Yeah, he can literally direct any fucking movie yeah. that, that you want him to do. You tell him what you want. That's it. You done. Can, you done like do dinner. He he's got it. He's got it. He's gonna do it. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And I I, I will have to say. This man went out and made a new movie called The Adventures of Pinocchio. And it is a musical.
0: So Toro and that's different than the Tom Hanks one, yes. yes. I was reading about this. It's yes. a
1: musical but also guys, he did. It took him three fucking years because he did what nobody in horror actually normally does is stop motion. Play motion. Yes. That's what he did. Yeah, clay so yeah, clay not only was this completely out of his ballpark with the genre,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but then it was completely out of his ballpark with the artist, with the artistry. Yeah. And he still pulled it off. Cool. I haven't watched the entire thing. I've only watched like an hour through because um, if you want it come to my musicals, if you don't really have a good voice, I really don't want to hear it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's up in the air. And it's also the way that Del Toro does it is he takes the brother's grim story of Pinocchio and that's the story that you're getting. You're yes. not getting the Disney bullshit. Yes. It's very dark, but also very lighthearted at the same time. And that's why I'm bringing him up because M.N. Shyamalan tries to be that type of director that can do those different things, that can do different genres. Absolutely. And switches. I don't think he can. No,
0: and I think this was the closest that he did and succeeded, and this was still horror. Absolutely, but Glass was kind of the closest one that he kind of succeeded with, and Unbreakable and stuff like that. Even though those are kind of have a scary tone too, mm-hmm. so you're right, he does kind of need that horror element. But
1: Guerra del Toro like took a horror element completely out of it. Yeah, and just made it kind of. Sus- Kind of creepy, but that's it. Yeah, and then
0: because he's good with dark stuff. Because I mean, like Hellboy is one of the most underrated characters, and that movie was fucking. You put who would have thought Ron Perlman and demon makeup would be fucking? That's not even CGI yet. We're not there
1: yet. And that movie was fucking amazing. Well, that's why as soon as I saw that he had done a Pinocchio movie, I had to I had to watch it immediately. Yeah, as soon as it popped up on my Netflix that it was Guillermo del Toro's. Adventures of Pinocchio. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And Kevin's man. like, what is this? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I I'm pro- I'm like, I think it's a musical, just because it should be. like That's just the way the fairy tale are. I'm like, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, who knows? And uh, it's, it's been pretty good so far. But that's basically why I brought up that director as well, though. Because that just seems to be a thing. Also, with Blumhouse, especially when Jason Blum has the helm, I love you guys. You know I do. Jason Blum, you know I love you. But, I don't think you're that good. (laughs) Don't think you got it down just yet. Because whenever they put you behind a project, we end up with a Rinky-dink mess of a story. I mean, I think they
0: were like kind of critical darlings at first,
1: mm-hmm. and then it just
0: kind of went downhill. Like, especially like Halloween, like the first one, it's like, oh, Blum Blum knows what they're doing, like fucking, like this. Yeah, is but
1: cool. then they came out that Ma movie, and it's like, wait, now maybe they don't know. What yeah, they're it's doing. like Ma sucks, and then fucking like Halloween Kills comes out, and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> and then it's like a couple of other things. And like, like, and oh, there's a few movies that they did. They did Freaky too. Like there is a Freaky's few, good. there's. Like I said, it's either hit or miss. Yeah. Like Blumhouse, unfortunately, has become the Um Night Shyamalan of producers. Unfortunately.
0: It absolutely. You either
1: love it or you hate it.
0: I I agree, and that's why it's a perfect duo. But it it, it, this works, and Mm -hmm. that's why, like, I don't want to go walk away from that because this is a good movie. It is. This is actually a damn good movie, and it's a good. It's not like a slasher. It's not any genre. It's just like. It's good – almost like the black phone was, and not just from a prisoner. And then, like – but, like, what we wanted to see from Ethan Hawke and more of that personality, we got from James McAvoy. Definitely you, know, you really okay. got the – like, you really got in his psyche a lot more, which is what we wanted from that we didn't really get. We got a lot from him. While also uh, the final girl doing her thing and having – not final girl, because she's really the only one. But still, like, she – Like, she played the the role perfectly. He was a good, like, psychopath that's, like, has a good heart. And then in Summit, like, when he's Hedwig, you feel bad. And when he's, like, Barry, he's kind of a dick. And his other personalities
1: realize that something's wrong. So they actually reach out to his psychiatrist. Yeah. To be like, help us, help us, help us, help us. And he, the bad guy, the main bad guy inside his head, Dennis, goes and tries to portray himself as Barry, the guy who keeps everything under control. And it's like, oh, no, I don't know why that's happening. Like, I'm just not sleeping well. I'm stressed out. And it's like, no, like you have three kids in your basement. Yeah. You are not just freaking out and not sleeping well. Like, you're a sicko is what you are. Yeah, but only a
0: couple of them are. Some of them are actually pretty cool. Well, I mean... But Dennis Dennis is fucked. Dennis and Patricia are... Patricia's kind of cool, though. I mean, she's nuts.
1: Yeah, but Patricia kind of reminds me of, like, the mother figure. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, even, of course. Even, like, the movie The Basement where they had the mom but that gave him the razor blade.
0: Without Patricia, though... His role isn't as iconic as it is. Like, it shows the range that he can do, and And he really knocks it out of the fucking box. And that
1: Patricia was able to tell uh, Dennis that he wasn't allowed to touch the girl. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. So like Dennis, like he, like it's easy to play a scumbag, and I'm not an actor, so like it probably wouldn't be easy for me. But for someone like James McAvoy, it's pretty easy to play a scumbag. But showing your range is playing like like a mother figure, like a grown woman, and like being a bossy like, and he just did it well, and it didn't seem corny or can. It, it just seemed real. You didn't
1: laugh or chuckle at it. I too didn't much. even laugh when he was Hedwig, honestly.
0: I mean, I did at
1: the Kanye. I, I laughed at the Kanye West. Yeah. yeah because that was just absolutely hysterical.
0: Yeah. But. He just showed such good range with this performance. It really, it shined on him as an actor, the whole movie. Absolutely. And that's why I keep trying to, because she did good. Like, in her role and, like, being this scared girl that was stuck, but also smart and figuring shit out and crafty and not your usual, not, like, some dumb She kind of, like, did a
1: reverse, um what's that syndrome, where you kind of just, like, give in to your kidnapper? Shit. Berlin. Yeah. So Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome. Stop, yep, stop. Stockholm syndrome. Um, she kind of pretended to have that. Yeah. Like she didn't have it, but you could tell she was pretending.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. And with this and last night in Soho, like I'm just I'm fucking sold on her. She's a good actress. She's fucking awesome. She knows what she's doing. And.
1: Uh, and she's a little cutie. I will have to say, she's really she she's cute.
0: Yeah. Uh. I don't disagree, but she is a great, she's a great actress. And I thought, I just, I liked this movie. I liked The Therapist. I thought The Therapist.
1: Dr. Fletcher was amazing. Yeah. I loved her so much, and I felt so bad for that poor lady.
0: And when she finds out that he's impersonating Barry, Dennis is, she gets super pissed.
1: Well, of course she gets pissed, because she's like, what the hell? Like, I'm trying to help you guys. Yeah. And y'all just tricked me.
0: Yeah, what the fuck? And it's like, it was kind of cool, like, the personalities, like, that. Like I'm going to get one over.
1: <laughs> I'm going to pretend to be this guy. even now. Like, it just, it puts another And how they in were, it, like, good. I just love how, like, they were emailing her in the middle of the night. Yeah. I mean, like, hey, please help us. We need your help. Dennis and Patricia have taken over. Yeah. And, like, then he comes in for an emergency session, and she says, Tina, why are you here? Well, oh, of, of course, here's my pictures. Yeah. You're not Barry. You're a Barry. Yes, I am. No. Because I had your, my fingers on your pictures for about 10 minutes, and Barry wouldn't let me do that. Yeah. Barry is obsessive-compulsive. He would not let me handle his photos. Well, and maybe it cured me then, Doc. <gasps> and she knew right then, right there, that it was not Barry that she was speaking to. And she let it go. For a while. She really did. She let it go for a really long time. She did. And then towards like the end of the movie, she's just like, who the hell am I talking to? Because I know I'm not talking to Barry. And like, they just go silent on her. And she's like, come on, Patricia, Dennis, wh- whichever one it is that's in control. Come on, talk to me. So then
0: Dennis just starts talking super like suave. Mm-hmm. Like, like how he talks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Jesus. And-, and it comes out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, and she's just like, you're not going to trick me. You're never going to trick me. This person is my patient.
0: Yeah. That's true. She knew her shit. She wasn't fucking around.
1: No, she knew exactly how each and every one of them acted.
0: It's just kind of cool that this all takes place in Philly.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, Shyamalan is ridiculous. But so we love, baby. Philadelphia. Actually, my fiancé wants to take me on a trip to go see one of M. Night Shyamalan's filming places. And I don't want to go. <laughs> because he wants to take me to Lancaster to go visit the site of the village. Oh. Who wants to actually go on a fucking vacation to go see the worst movie of all time? <laughs> set?
0: Yeah, I didn't like that I don't
1: care about oh, their sweet. set. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care. Like, literally, like, they lost me halfway through the movie, and I woke up, and they're like, oh, it's it, the monsters on the other side, they're people. What? Yeah. Like, that's what you're hiding from, modern-day society? Jesus. Yeah, that's not enough. So, uh. I mean, will I probably go? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a shit-talker. I probably will go. But it's just not the most... Intriguing. Yeah,
0: it's not fucking Paris or Maui, you know?
1: Yeah, like, I'd rather, like, go visit, like, the Bronx and see where Candyman is from. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I mean, just go to the Philadelphia Zoo and do this Touch one.
1: Watch the monkeys. Uh,
0: but I thought Casey was really good in this movie be, when she shot him at the end. Uh All all the personalities coming out and kind of revealing little stuff are her and her figure and her way uh through a couple different puzzles not puzzles but just like getting uh like Hedwig to tell her shit that he's not supposed to and then he gets all mad
1: and And getting uh, her to bring him to his uh bring her to his window yeah and like he thinks that like she understands that it's a fake window but then like when he sees her disappointment he's like wait a minute did you want this window to be real so you could run away from me yeah and she's just like, no, 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 I would never do that to you. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, don't lie to me. I know that that's what you were doing. <laughs> and it's like, oh, wow, he is a smart little shit.
0: He was a smart little shit. It was fun. That was kind of a comedic relief moment,
1: too. Like, you the felt bad list. for
0: her, but it's also
1: like, oh, my God. The little lisp, too. I mean, I loved Hedwig. He was one of my favorite characters, he was so cute. He was his, probably my his, favorite his persona persona. Said that I can come into the night and long as mom am a boy. And I like, oh my God. He's so cute. And Kevin, my fiance looks over and he's like, he's a grown man. Yeah. In a freaking rain suit. What the hell are you watching? Like, stop. He's nine. And he is like, he is not nine, Mindy. He's a grown ass man. And I was like, Hedwig, mm-hmm nine, okay? I actually don't think he's nine. I think he's, like, 12. But, anyways, he's still a little boy.
0: That's nuts. Now, the end when Kevin figures out that he hasn't been in control in a very long time.
1: That and, poor thing.
0: And he's just like, fucking kill me.
1: <laughs> yeah, he tells her. He's like, hey, there's a gun in this place. Go get it, load it up, and shoot me before I can hurt you. Yeah. Like, my, the people in my head are absolutely out of control. I can't control them anymore. I can't even try to. I need you to shoot me. Yeah,
0: it's been like a couple of years, right, since he's been in control. Mm-hmm. So he was he was freaking the fuck out. He's like, kill me. And then Patricia takes over again.
1: Mm-hmm. And she tells
0: him, need a deck. And she's like, he's gone forever. He won't be able to even call back. And, uh, and then she gives control to the beast. And the beast fucking,
1: you Starts know. Starts drinking girl's blood.
0: Yeah. He gets ready for war. And I
1: mean, he's
0: the beast was weird. That the was movie weird. worked though because it was a build up to that. And like he was gonna be the the most evil part of him, right? Yeah. So like and it worked and it and was. And they cool. all
1: talked about him a lot, like especially had like is that's really scared of the Beast.
0: He's yeah. like
1: you like you don't know. He's coming. He's coming. Yeah, and they built him her up here. yeah, exactly. And it's like, Oh my god, like how does he even know? <laughs> Is. Yeah, who's the beast? Like you don't even know who this guy is. And he's like, watch out for the beast. <laughs> the beast will hide you.
0: Yeah, and uh, Casey fucked him up. She shot him.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'll, I'll give it to little Casey. She 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 was a boss. She was a boss. I mean, she even killed her dad. She did. Shot her fucking father. Was she, did what she, she father or her No, friend. she shot her father because her uncle was was uh molesting her and her dad wasn't listening. Yeah, I thought it was So she, she was shot sure. her father. I thought was no, because at the very end of the movie, Shang by the way guys, this is this is Aunt Sharon's little <laughs>
0: Um,
1: at the very end of the movie they say, Hey sweetheart, come on, your uncle's here to pick you up. Oh, okay. And it takes her a while to get up out of the chair and to go outside, because she doesn't want to go with them. But they definitely say, your uncle's here. Okay. And they also have a scene where her, a flashback scene where she's a little itty-bitty baby, and the dad's sitting in front of her, and she's trying to tell the dad what's going on, and he won't listen to her, so she shoots him. Dang. I mean, that was a little bit too much, because the The kid was, like, six.
0: Yeah.
1: That was a little bit too much. I mean, you can't really convince me that a six-year-old little girl can hold up a shotgun. She did. I I, I know, but with that kickback and whatnot, she she would have gotten so hurt, like, she would have flung right into a tree. Yeah. That could never, it just could never happen. And that's one thing that I have a problem with with Mr. Shyamalan. He always is trying to one-up himself. But then sometimes he realizes, wait, if I do this, then I'm going to be making the rest of the story stupid. Yeah, let's just do it anyway. Let's just see if it sticks. Let let's, let's just see if it sticks. Let's see if we can do it. Yeah. And, like, I don't hate M. Night Shyamalan like everybody else does. I don't hate him. But do I think he's an amazing director? No. Do so I think he's okay? Yeah. Do so I think he needs a lot more work? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I don't know if there needs
0: to be more.
1: I'm no, sure. I need mean, he. I mean, he needs to like get himself into yeah. some director classes. He's writing classes. Well, I mean, he's oh, got shit, some. He lives near us. Sorry, Sharon. He's got some.
0: <laughs> he's got some classics. He's got some, like obviously, the I see dead people in the shit. Like, like it just early Shyamalan is really I'm good. I'm so
1: sick of hearing that fucking lie. Yeah, but
0: he's the king of the twist. The only thing is is that he started to depend on it, and it kind of turned on him. Lady then, in the
1: Water and The Visit were the two worst movies that he had ever came out with. The Visit? No, Village, sorry. Not the oh, I was going to say The Visit with no. the old people? No, The Village and Lady in the Water.
0: Yeah. He's had some shitty movies, but he's all, this one's not one of them. This is a good movie. And this is something that, and there's not really a, a bad twist at the end. Just, but I mean, the Beast thinks she's, I mean, I like the pure shit. I like the, she's pure, she's been abused, so I'm not going to hurt her. Like the Beast, it shows that he he's was got very weird.
1: He had a very weird way of looking at being clean and yeah. being spiritually dirty. He had a very weird way of observing self. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: I mean, that was, it, it was a little weird, but, and then, I mean, it's not really a twist, but then you got the cameo at the end that it's like, oh, shit, this is a sequel,
1: and no one <laughs> fucking what realized. happened to me, guys, so I'm sitting there, and this diner pops up, and I'm like, wait, you want to a diner? And then, like, you see, like, all of these things about Kevin and whatnot in the news, and someone's like, oh, my God, who would do something like that to that poor man? And then there's Bruce Willis going, oh, Dr. Glass. Who is Dr. Glass? Who are you?
0: Yeah. Do you think it took away from the film at all? Yes. Okay.
1: Absolutely. Because it brought it in to something it wasn't it took it from being a theatrical masterpiece on its own to throwing it into the middle of a series yeah franchise and i don't think that was the right trilogy for it no maybe not because it didn't feel like and i'm
0: fine like you want to do some more stuff with the beast you want him to be the the big bad of the next one like i i understand but this just felt different this felt too horrorish to try to do that with
1: well, that's what I mean. Like, my fiance tried telling me from the get go that it was a super villain story, and I just wasn't picking up on that.
0: Well, no, because, like, if you watch the if you watch *Unbreakable* this and *Glass*, you will think, "Oh, this is a super villain story." But it, the movie itself, it does not feel it's fighting with itself. That's kind of what I was saying earlier, that uh, to me it's fighting to be that, but it's also this horror movie with this girl, Casey, that's going through her own thing, and she's the hero of it all, you know? Oh, and, like, and she's not in Glass, right? Or is she? I, I forgot.
1: I don't know, because I didn't yeah. see Glass.
0: She is in Glass. She is? All right, I'll go fuck myself. But So Casey sticks around, but is she a big part of it? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't see it here, uh, but uh, yeah. She's outcast.
1: Okay.
0: This movie, this, maybe, no. Uh, th- this movie really worked for me in in various ways, and I do think it fought with itself to to be that supervillain, but also to be kind of like this horror movie. And I do think the balance worked out all right in the end. But it is a little jarring. Like, what the fuck's Bruce Willis doing here? there is that moment when this feels like a standalone thing it doesn't feel like a sequel there should have been a hint or two there should have been a news report earlier too on Mm -hmm. the tv there should have been something else to like there should have been something about mr glass just something but there wasn't and then you don't get it to the end and that's why people call it a stealth sequel and i don't know if it works to be honest i Uh,
1: don't like stealth sequels just because of the way that it all comes together in the end. That's what I don't normally like about them because they're still they're, – they're a little bit too stealthy. Yeah. They're so stealthy that you don't even know what you're watching at the end of the day. And you're kind of like, wait, what the hell is going on? Where are we?
0: Exactly. Exactly. But uh yeah. How many how many uh personalities would you give this out of ten? Or out of twenty three, yes.
1: Mm. Let's say eight.
0: Okay. I go eight too, or eight and a half, something like that. It was really fucking good.
1: It was good. It was really good for what it what it was trying to accomplish.
0: I thought it did a damn good job. I thought uh, again, I knew Taylor Joy did her thing, and so did McAvoy, and uh, two good leads and uh, a really good, you know, a really good movie by M Night Shyamalan. Mm -hmm. I think one of his better modern ones. Mm -hmm. And maybe it did get a little uh, fucked up at the end, but it, it, it does take away from the movie, but it doesn't make it bad. No. The movie was still phenomenal, no matter what. Mm-hmm. A 20-second scene
1: doesn't ruin that. And it was still better than The Black Song. It was better than The Black Song. I mean, I'm sorry. That movie was it was good, but it wasn't what I wanted it to be.
0: No, there were some good scenes. But...
1: I know, but how are you going to say starring Ethan Hawke when he's in it legit for like five, like 20 minutes? Yeah. He literally has four scenes that are five minutes to
0: yeah, he should have had a little more character work like this had.
1: That's like Terrifier 2, and Chris Jericho being like, oh, I starred it. And then you mm-hmm. find out that he's not, he's not even in it until the end credit scene, where he gets a 30-second scene of him stuffing his face with Christmas cookies. I love Christmas cookies. That's not, I know you do. I love your Christmas But that's not staring, that's starring. Not yeah, you're right. Chris Erica. You are right. That is not starring. That is a cameo. Yeah.
0: That was a false statement by
1: him. Uh, There's not need to be an interview about that. If you want to interview someone, interview Art the Clown. That's, what I want, that's who I would like to get interviewed. Not you. You weren't even in it.
0: <laughs> so we will probably be back sometime in the new year. I don't know if it's going to be Sunday or not. But uh, We are
1: going to keep doing this.
0: And, oh yeah, of course we're gonna keep and we're gonna keep doing Sundays, but I don't know how this weekend's gonna pan out with New Year's and everything. Yeah, exactly. But, we'll but uh, there's definitely gonna be Stabcast in the New Year, and there's gonna be one next week, so check that out. And we'll let you no know days. Uh, do you have a movie in mind, or you wanna
1: uh, we'll go over
0: behind the scenes?
1: Well, let's go over it behind the scenes because I have a couple.
0: All right, sounds good. And uh, this was a lot of fun, Mindy. It's nice to be back. And uh, Great to be back. Who do
1: you fucking who, guys?
0: Uh, we will be back on the TikTok very soon, and I will be posting a, an update on the Facebook.
1: All right. Bye, guys. Good night.